You're listening to the Teaching Matters podcast, brought to you by the University of Edinburgh and part of the Teaching Matters blog. Teaching Matters brings together students and staff in conversation, debate, and celebration of learning and teaching in higher education. Feel free to share your comments with us, either directly on the blog or email us at teachingmatters at ed.ac.uk. You can listen and subscribe to the Teaching Matters podcast at Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and music is provided by Hook Sounds. This online, uh, well, largely online teaching environment was really not only um, being problematic for all, all the reasons we can think of, but it was actually triggering their particular mental health problems. That was Esther Myers. Esther is the Director of Teaching for Undergraduates in History, Classics and Archaeology at the University of Edinburgh. As classes moved online, she started to hear reports that some students were reacting badly. There was one student who is quite, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, sort of um, obsessive. Um, and they felt that um, being online really triggered that and that there were a few others as well. Esther reached out to the Disability Service and the Institute for Academic Development. She found a lot of great resources, but they were all online. She felt that the university needed to tackle this problem using different tools with a different skill set. We came to the conclusion that there, well, certainly not that we could figure out, there wasn't really enough knowledge about that within the University of Edinburgh. Now that may be unfair and it may be that when we're done with this conversation it turns out that actually there's a lot out there. In this episode of the Teaching Matters podcast we examine the impact of online engagement on students mental health. We explore the positive sides of online engagement, the downsides, the unintended consequences and what we can all do to make things a little bit better. At the University of Edinburgh, there's a team in information services whose job it is to help students and staff develop their digital skills. With the shift to online, they also noticed a change in students' behaviour. I think in the digital skills team, what we found is a major issue at the moment is just digital fatigue. And I think um, both staff and students, this is something that is affecting both groups and, and just I think it's at, at this point just a, more of a question of bandwidth and and your bandwidth being exhausted, not only in terms of like you know your internet connection, but also your emotional bandwidth to be online um, for all different kinds of activities. Because not only are social things happening online, but learning is happening online, and so every single activity in a student's um, life at the moment is happening in the same kind of digital space. And I think that's been really hard to navigate. That was Vicky Madden the Digital Safety Support Officer in the Learning, Teaching and Web Services team. The rise of digital fatigue is one of the unintended consequences of the move to online. Another is that for some students, something as simple as getting up, walking to campus and going to a lecture suddenly became more complicated. Absolutely, students are finding um, the online lectures in particular very, very difficult. And one of the, the things that we have noticed um, is that many students are reporting back that they are struggling to be disciplined to 
if you want, attend their lectures when they're recorded. So where they would normally turn up at a lecture theatre at nine o'clock on a Monday morning, with it being recorded, they're finding it difficult to sort of sit down on a Monday morning at nine o'clock and do it. So it can be much later in the day. And by then, they um, have lost the impetus to continue with the study. So therefore, they're finding that they're actually falling behind um, very, very early on because they aren't being able to be so disciplined as they would like to be. Um, and therefore, then that does add to that feeling of um, poor self-worth and, uh, you know, and start then to consider whether they should actually be at university or whether they shouldn't be at university because they're not actually achieving anything. That was the voice of Martin Judd, the Assistant Director for Student Support at the Student Disability Service. Martin, like Vicky and Esther, was finding that there was a cost to students' mental health with a shift to online. But the extent of that cost and how it manifested depended on which group of students you were talking about. Some students were becoming so disengaged and fatigued that they were beginning to question why they were even at university in the first place. While others, like the student Esther Myers mentioned earlier, were experiencing such intensity with online engagement that it was exacerbating their existing mental health issues. One explanation for this was how work was being allocated in an online space. Harriet Harris, the university chaplain, explains. One of the things that has emerged is, has been that students who um, who have OCD have felt, some of them have felt that that's been really exacerbated by only online learning and only online submission because of the feeling that you want to keep going back and checking and you want to retrieve the work you've submitted and that that has somehow heightened when the contact has all been digital. So uh, so an increase of intensity uh, with OCD. Identifying the problem was step one. Wendy Ugolini, Director of Teaching for Postgraduates in History, Classics and Archaeology, identified why moving to digital makes getting to step two even harder. One of my kind of ongoing concerns really is the support in place for our overseas students. Um, at History, Classics and Archaeology, at postgraduate level, certainly we do have a significant number of students from both North America and East Asia. And I think because of lockdown and because of digital learning, I am kind of always worried about the social isolation of these students, both during the lockdown itself, the impact of lockdown and kind of ongoing um, social isolation since. I think there's almost a... a, a a risk of double distancing, maybe, that students that maybe we need to always be conscious of academic and pastoral needs and culturally specific needs um, that is maybe getting lost because of this move to enhance digital learning. If students are disengaged from their digital environments and all forms of university communication is online, how do you reach students in need? I mean, that's the million pound question, isn't it? Neve McCrossan is the Vice President for Welfare at the University of Edinburgh Students Association. Trying to reach the unreachable because we can connect students when students reach out to us and we can connect them with other students who are being really engaged or proactive. But it's so hard to find those students that slip through the net and um, perhaps are the ones in most need of being connected to other students. According to the sociologist Robert Merton, unintended consequences can be positive, neutral, or negative, but they always veer off from their original intention. When the university moved teaching and learning online, 
The immediate goal was to protect students, staff and the wider community from COVID-19. So far, we've explored the negative impact of this shift on students' mental health. But there were also benefits. There are actually benefits to isolation, as well as the obvious um, downsides that are probably many of the things we hear more about. In part two of this Teaching Matters series, we examine the positive side of online engagement, while also finding ways to help students navigate the downsides. I would magic away our obsession with productivity, which I just think is so destructive of people um, and not appropriate for people because productivity is the language of industry and of machines. And we made machines so that they could keep going and carry on working because people can't. <laughs> and then sadly, we start plugging animals into machines so that they produce more milk, etc. And we start to expect of ourselves a level of working for which we really designed machines. This episode of Teaching Matters was produced by Joe Arden and Kathy Boval, with additional contributions by Josephine Foucher and Sarah Thomas. Teaching Matters is brought to you by the Institute for Academic Development at the University of Edinburgh. Music was provided by Hook Sounds. <laughs>